I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hope you are all well, witches. Our episode today is all about the bear goddess and how the bear was revered. But to kick things off today, we have our book review. And our book today is the Tarot Spreads Yearbook, 52 Tarot Spreads for Getting to Know Yourself, written by Chelsea Pippin Mizzy. This is such a beautiful book that I was recently sent, but as you know, I will only review books if I truly love them. The book is designed to guide you through a whole year of weekly tarot spreads. It's not date specific, so you can start with it at any time, no matter where you are at in the calendar. It's split into four seasons, the season of growth, focused on developing your relationships, helping you to advance in your career and so on. The season of shadow that focuses on helping you confront areas of your life where you may feel shame, guiding you through spreads to uncover buried desires, to deal with generational trauma and challenge your own toxic traits. In the season of change, you can find spreads to support you as you move through changes and attempt to make changes in your relationships, career, yourself and the world. Lastly, the season of care, you will find spreads to soothe you. Within each season, there are 13 spreads that open with an intention spread to help you centre on the theme of the season and to set clear goals around what the season can mean for you. The sections close with a spread that gives you the opportunity to look back over all you have encountered through this season in a way that you can note what has changed, what has stayed the same and how you can carry the lessons of the season forward. Each season has topics such as a resource spread, spirit, mind, career, play, friendship, romance, family, conflict, choice and confidence. The book expresses that you can work through it ad hoc. There's no need to do all the spreads if they aren't relevant to you, but they are there if you need them. There are tarot journaling prompts and affirmations that you can also work with as tools throughout the book. It's illustrated throughout with gorgeous witchy pictures. 
If you are someone new to the tarot, this is a great book. But equally, if you are someone established with the tarot who wants a different way to work with them, this could be great for you too. I love this book. I love the illustrations and I'm enjoying my experience working with it. I've already felt my connection with my cards improve and had some really on point readings. Join me after the break to talk all about the bear goddess. Praise Artio for your love of the beasts, such compassion and peace. Humbled I am by your selfless love. Guide me as I open my eyes, spirit and mind, to the life of our sisters and brothers of the land by W. Walker. Artio's themes are transformation, abundance, leadership, strength confidence, survival, patience, rest and relaxation, self-care, protection, medicine and learning to heal oneself and others naturally, ferocity, nurturing and nourishment, motherhood, prosperity, connection to earth, specifically through the mountains and forests shape-shifting and transformation, shamanic journeying, the bear and artio are often guides to the lower realms, childbirth, childbearing, death and rebirth, think hibernation in winter and re-emerging in spring. Considered a goddess of wildlife, queen of the Celtic forest and mountains, yet little is known of this ancient primal deity. She was known to be deeply connected to the bear. Many who honour and work with this goddess claim to see her in her bear form. She is said to be a shapeshifter whose sacred animal was the bear and she was often referred to as the she-bear. There is little evidence of her existence However, archaeologists found evidence of her dating back to 450 BCE. Artio was most noted amongst the Celtic Helveti tribe. The Druids deemed the association of bears with spring and their ability to live beneath the earth as the sacred signs they enhanced fertility in nature. Their habit of using dens in caves gave bears a supernatural connection to the deities and ancestral spirits in the underworld. Chieftains and warriors admired the strength and ferocity of wild bears. The human-like traits of bears such as climbing trees, walking on two legs and their fondness of honey intimated they were the favoured animals of the gods and goddesses in the other world. The goddess Artio protected hunters and trappers 
as they pursued bears and wild animals in their natural habitat. The power and protection Artio granted may have been similar to the fierce instincts of a mother bear safeguarding her cubs in the wild. Many bear cults have existed in ancient times. Bears are believed to be one of the oldest deities. Skulls and bones have been found placed in a ceremonial fashion in caves across Europe. A 70,000 year old grave lined with bear skin and bear bones arranged around the corpse was found in France dating back to Paleolithic times. Her cults are believed to have existed in Switzerland, France, Germany and southern Germany based on inscriptions found in these regions. Artio and Data and Artius were among the patron deities of bear cults which flourished in mountainous regions of southern and eastern Gaul. Bear cults were also prevalent in the Alps in Switzerland and Germany. Arteus and Matinus were the male equivalents of Artio as the gods of bear cults in Gaul and Britain. A bronze statue that depicts Artio was found in Bern, Switzerland and remains in their museum to this day. Even the town of Bern is named for bears and this museum houses the only known artefact of Artio. She is seen here possibly feeding the bear from the bowl of abundant fruit and grain in her lap. However, others believe she is being confronted by the bear, yet refusing to back down. Sadly, it's likely a story links to this depiction that has been lost throughout time. On the statue itself, there is an inscription that translates to, for the goddess Artio. It's said that Artio was considered to be a vegetation goddess or a goddess of harvest and prosperity by some. The tree represents the other realms and the cycle of life, death, rebirth that can be seen on this statue. The Celtic tribes sometimes shortened her name to Art. Art translates to bear in Gaulish. In Irish, art meant god, but its earlier meaning was bear goddess. Stone figures of bears have been found in many digs of ancient Celtic past. Some were found during the restoration of Ireland's Armagh Cathedral in 1840. About 6,000 years ago, the ancestors of the Celts invented the Old Europe script. It is known to be the earliest proto-language. The first ever written sentence reads, The bear goddess and the bird goddess are the bear goddess indeed. Dr Toby Griffin, who has been working on the translation of this script, believes that this means the bear goddess and bird goddess have merged into a single deity. This deity later became Celtic goddess Artio, Roman goddess Diana, and the Greek goddess Artemis. Artemis is typically depicted with hunting dogs or a stag. However, one of her other sacred animals was the bear. 
like Artio, it's theorised that Artemis's name had links to the bear and translated to bear sanctuary, with art being close to the word ark, which means bear, and temis being close to temnis, meaning sanctuary. Artemis also had domain over the forest and all its wildlife. Artemis was said to consider the bear as a special animal due to its size and power, and it is said she dished out punishment through putting a plague on the Greek people who killed bears. Artemis's cult spread over Greece. In Broron, the sanctuary of Artemis, young girls played out as she-bears to honour Artemis and as a preparation for motherhood. It could be that the Gaul's goddess Artio is the same as the Greek bear goddess Artemis, and it is likely that when the Romans invaded Celtic lands, they merged Artio with Diana and Artemis. Artio links to astrology and astronomy and connected to the heavens through the constellations of Ursa Major and Ursa Minor, the Great Bear and the Little Bear, which includes the Big Dipper and Little Dipper. As the years moved on and Christianity took hold in Europe, many goddesses changed their forms to that of Saint. It is very possible that Saint Ursula, whose name is the Latinized form of the Saxon Ursul, meaning she-bear, retained elements of Artio in the hearts of her worshippers. Saint Ursula's feast day is celebrated on October 21st, which coincides with Artio's association with an abundant harvest. Our ancestors were animistic and believed everything on earth had a consciousness. Wildlife was considered sacred. Gods and goddesses of the ancient world often had a connection with certain animals. Bears have long been connected to shape-shifting. The hibernation of bears is connected to transformation. The bear reappears in the spring. The bear also connects to fertility, for female bears may emerge from hibernation with cubs. Pregnancy during hibernation has links to the shaman's journey amidst the darkness. The cub's birth in the spring is symbolically seen as the return of the light and of gaining wisdom. Shamans have long revered the bear for its healing abilities and power. Artio, as a deity of transformation, is said to call you to meditate, to take the time to be silent and listen to yourself, but also to Artio's voice acting as a guide. When she thirsts calls to you, it is said to be gentle and keeps growing until you listen. You may find that you repeatedly see images of bears everywhere, perhaps online, on TV, in books. You may be gifted something with bears on. She may even make herself known to you in a dream, meditation, journey or vision. She is said to be a deity that is easy to connect with. She asks us to embrace nature, shamanism and to protect wildlife. If you work with animals in any form, especially in relation to healing them, she is said to be an ideal deity to work with as her dominion is animal healing. 
She is also considered the keeper of great medicine, much like the bear is. She is said to first and foremost offer you indomitable strength and courage. Should you be going through a difficult time, she will help you with endurance and strength. She offers you protection, much like a mother bear. Feel the power and the unending love she provides. You may wish to create a space to honour RTO, perhaps have depictions of bears in this area. You may wish to connect with her through visiting woods, mountains and caves. However, if you live in an area where bears are, it's advised to be extremely cautious around caves in case you come across one. You may wish to use this current season of winter, taking plenty of rest, healing and energising in preparation for emerging from your cave for this spring to be reborn. You may want to perform a purification ritual to honour this. It is said that when Artio emerges from her sleep, the Swiss would burn an effigy of winter to literally destroy the cold with fire and light. Artio is a wonderful deity to turn to for help if you are studying herbs. For the bear is known to have a medicinal spirit and who the indigenous people are said to have learned from. You may feel the call to study natural healing methods such as herbalism, Reiki, energy healing and aligning with Artios' healing energy can really support this. You may wish to wear an amulet dedicated to Artio that links to the bear, perhaps a depiction of a bear, honey or a naturally found bear claw. Ask Artio to bless the amulet and wear it for protection and in her honour. Colours for Artio are green and brown. She is linked to the crystals axonite and brown jasper. She links to the element of earth. Offerings you can make to her are fruit, salmon, berries, grains and honey. She is linked to the constellations of Ursa Major and Ursa Minor. Trees she connects to are the apple tree, the pear tree and the fir. Her symbols are wild animals, Celtic spirals, fruit, grains, the tree of life and the triskeli. Her sacred places are mountains, forests, caves and Switzerland. Her sacred times and days are harvest and October 21st. There is also a Hungarian bear goddess called Ildiko, who is also said to be a goddess of the forest and wildlife. Ildiko is a common name in Hungary. Its Germanic origin means warrior, which aligns with the bear's ferocity, power and wisdom. Ildiko was also similar to Artemis, goddess of the hunt and protector of forest animals. Ildiko's themes are of balance, where she guides the hunters, but also provides animals in need of preservation or honour. So I was going to have a look at the bear because the bear has so many spiritual associations. And I feel like you cannot look at the goddess without looking at the bear itself. So the bear's magical themes are energy, confidence, self-healing, peace, 
understanding, resurrection, introspection, bravery, solitude, authority, majesty, power, protection, discernment, courage, freedom, motherhood, rest, maturity, strength, and appreciating the sweetness in life. The bear is linked to the crystals Moonstone and its themes of secrecy and mystery. Celestite and its links to the dream world and Mother Earth. Amazonite for its links to bravery, protection and strength. The bear's element is Earth. When bear repeatedly shows up for us, it can signify a time for us to focus on healing, either for ourselves or others. Also the need for solitude, rest and quiet time. Perhaps an indication of taking time to ground, taking a stand against adversity or stepping into leadership somewhere in our life. Bear asks us to give ourselves time to tune into our inner voice, to tap into our raw power and fierce strength. Bear energy can ask us to connect with our most primal power, to connect with our warrior spirit and if required, the courage to fight. The Norse berserkers were said to wear the skins of bears during battles to increase their savagery and draw upon the bear's ferocious energy to scare their opponents. The name berserker being derived from a Norse word meaning bear shirt. The Norse believed the bear to be the warriors of Odin. As one of the oldest worshipped animals, the bear is said to represent the fighting spirit of humankind. The bear has a long and rich magical history associated with healing magic, dating as far back as the Paleolithic times. You may not want to listen to this next section with little ones around. And don't say I didn't give you a trigger warning, my fellow witch, okay? <sighs> In Russia, a... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Semi-nomadic tribe called the Navik celebrated the bear through holding a festival during January or February. They believed the bear to be an earthly manifestation of their gods and goddesses. The tribe would capture bear cubs and their women would raise them as they might a child. At the festival, the bear would be dressed in ceremonial robes and then be offered a banquet. 
Thereafter, they would be killed and eaten in a religious ceremony presided over by a shaman. This ceremony was used to release and return the bear's spirit to the gods in the mountains. They held a belief that the bear returned happy and the gods would bless the tribe with abundant forests for hunting and fishing. I'm going to go somewhere and cry for a bit because that just got to me so much. And I know we're in a time where we have factory farming and we relentlessly kill animals for food with no ceremony. And I love that they did a sacred ceremony and they honoured and revered the bear. But I can't believe that they stole the bear cubs and they raised them as children and then they burnt them and ate them. I just can't get over this fault. I will never watch Paddington the same again. <sighs> anyway, <sighs> bears have long been seen as a symbol of motherhood. They are known for being fiercely protective of their young. Their milk is particularly rich. Celts venerated the bear goddess Artio. Like a mother bear, they believed she offered protection. Her name has even been incorporated into some Welsh place names. The bear god Arteus is linked to the warrior King Arthur. With his legendary strength and fighting prowess, Arthur's name and emblem both represent this animal. Many northern tribes believed that a bear was their forefather. In Russian Karelia, as late as in the early 20th century, people didn't eat bear because of the common belief that bears were relatives of man. In Russian folklore, there is a fairy tale of a man killing a mother bear and her cubs. As punishment, he is cursed through his head, turning into a great bear's head. The other humans shun him until he learns his lesson to be humble through a hunter. Bears were one of the most worshipped animals of ancient Slavic people. They associated them during pagan times with the god Volos, a patron of domestic animals. Throughout folklore, they described the bear as a totem representing a male father, husband or fiancé. Alongside legends of the turnskin bear, they believed that humans could turn into bears due to misbehaviour. In Finland, they held a tradition of carrying out a bear hunt that was followed by a ritual feast and ceremony where the bear was their honoured guest. They concluded the bear's death to be accidental as a means to appease its spirit. They held a ceremony expressing their respect for the bear's spirit, believing the bear's spirit would reincarnate back into the forest. They would bury the bear's bones and hang its skull in an old pine tree called a kalahonka. That meant skull pine. The tree was viewed then as the world tree. They believed that in hanging the bear's skull in the tree, it helped the bear's spirit climb back into its home in the heavens the tree would be venerated thereafter. They believed the bear would attempt to reincarnate through women. As a result, women would stay away from the dead bear during the funeral feast. They also believed that bears wouldn't attack a human they perceived to be female. In the Kalevala, the national epic of Finland, there is evidence of arctolatry, bear worship, having been common amongst tribes in the north. According to Finnish mythology, 
Otso the bear was born on the shoulders of Atatha in the regions of the sun and moon and nursed by a goddess of the woodlands in a cradle swung by bands of gold between the bending branches of budding fir trees. His nurse would not give him teeth and claws until he had promised never to engage in bloody strife or deeds of violence. Otso, however, does not always keep his pledge and accordingly the hunters of Finland found it comparatively easy to reconcile their consciences to his destruction. It's said in pagan times of Finland the bear was considered a taboo animal. The word oxy for bear even became a taboo word. Instead, they often used euphemisms such as the word messy camon, meaning honey palm. If you called a bear by its true name, they believed it would summon them. In ancient history, the Thracians were Indo-European speaking people who inhabited areas of Europe such as modern day Bulgaria, Romania, northern Greece and Anatolia in Turkey. They considered the bear to be a messenger of dead ancestors. In Greek mythology, Zeus fell in love with Callisto. Her name was said to mean most beautiful. She was a huntress and together they had a son that they named Arcus. Zeus's wife Hera turned Callisto into a bear due to her jealousy. In later years, Arcus was out hunting and ended up stalking the bear Callisto had become not aware it was his mother. Zeus saw Callisto's life was in danger, so whisked her into the night sky away from harm. The Roman poet Ovid wrote that Callisto can forever be seen as the constellation Ursa Major, the Great Bear. Another version of the tale sees Arcus being sent to the skies to become the adjacent Ursa Minor, the Little Bear. In another of her tales, she was a nymph and handmaiden to Artemis. To honour Artemis, she took a vow to become a maiden. The vow was violated when Zeus fell in love with her. He disguises himself and seduces Callisto. The story has many variations and somewhere Artemis changes Callisto into a bear in retribution. Regardless of the details, the result is the same. Callisto lives the rest of her life as a bear. Methan is the Gaelic word for bear and many Celtic families would have an animal totem. This is a tradition that can still be found through the surname MacMahon, which means son or sons of the bear. There are other bear gods of Celtic origin, as we know, who acted as both champion of bear hunters and opposingly as protectors of the bear itself. The bear goddess Arteo and Arteos, the bear god. Some claim Arthur was a later addition to the Celtic pantheon in a resurgence in pagan worship perhaps even the offspring of a human and a bear. However, little evidence of this is available. He was said to be often referred to as the mighty bear, a god and a hero. 
Many English pubs have been named following the times of bear baiting, a medieval form of entertainment where a bear was tied to a post and had dogs set upon them. Scottish bears were often taken to Rome's Colosseum as part of the games they held. The Anglo-Saxon epic hero Beowulf is sometimes translated as Beowulf due to the bear attacking bees for their honey, but also links to him being a huge man and strong as a bear. In Native American culture, the bear as a spirit animal is often considered a protector of humans and guardian of the forest. They are considered to have healing energy and magical power and would often be celebrated and worshipped in rituals as a sacred creator of the universe, an ultimate protector of all. They were often considered a symbol of strength, wisdom and courage and that when the universal higher power or great spirit needs to connect with the physical world, it takes on the form of the bear and roams the earth with us. Throughout Native American fables, the bear often speaks to humans, helping them in times of need. Bear claws are often used as amulets for protection or good luck, also to bestow the recipient with the powers of the bear. Many of their warriors would do this for battle. The events hold a big ritual in honour of the bear, which is linked to the myth of the girl who ventures into the woods. She gets lost and wintered in a bear's den, returning to the village in the spring with child. In due time, she gives birth to a bear cub. Later on, she marries a village man and has a son. The bear boy and the man boy grow. One day they are play fighting and the man boy wounds his bear brother. The bear boy, as he is dying, explains to his brother the rituals that are followed when bears are hunted and buried. The Native American tribes often refer to the bear as mother bear, brother bear or some other relative to demonstrate a deeply felt love for them. There is a Chippewyan story where a bear steals the sun which causes winter. The other animals break into the bear's cave in order to bring back the sun. Many Native Americans believe that to dream of the bear meant you would receive the wisdom of the ancient ones. They also revere the bear as they believe bear helped them with discovering herbal knowledge. That bear is not afraid of man and the only animal who shows them kindness. When it came to hunting, the indigenous tribes of America would request permission before hunting a bear, often holding a specific ceremony once the bear was hunted. The bear would never be killed without showing deep respect for them. They also honoured the bear's hibernation period, understanding it to be an essential phase, a reminder to honour the seasonal cycles. We too are asked to honour nature's cycles and our own seasons to assess our environment and make sure we are happy with our own cave. Their presence often asks us to observe the healing that needs to take place on our journey. To ask ourselves, what brings us the sweetness of life? What keeps us balanced? To consider if we are emerging from our own season of winter into spring or if we are being called to rest. 
to remain in solitude and perhaps heal from within. Bear medicine can often signify we need to take some time alone, to take adequate rest and maybe even build our physical strength. Bear spirit asks us to ensure we are comfortable in our own company. Bear can also ask us to clear past wounds and grudges, to take charge of our life and shed all we no longer need. We perhaps may have been in a slumber, previously unaware of our shadows. Bear's energy is often related to awakening from a spiritual slumber and honouring the new beginnings that occur as a result. Bear can be called upon to provide us with power and strength. Bear is linked to ancestral magic, helping us to acknowledge where we have descended from. Call on Bear Spirit when you need protection, as a guide when you are lost or if you need help to find balance in difficult situations. As a spirit animal, bear can show us the strength of our mind and inner spirit. Meditation and introspection can support this. So I'm saying all this as in the bear and its medicinal energy, but if you work with the goddess Arteo, you could also connect all of these qualities to her also. Bears are often seen as ferocious. In the case of mama bears, they can be ferocious through protectiveness. Perhaps we need to temper our own ferocious nature, balancing it out with self-love and reflection. Maybe it is a case of fiercely committing to ourselves and our own healing journey. Bears have been theorized to be our original teachers of herbal knowledge. So if you work with herbs in your career or craft, you may wish to have a bear statue or image by your apothecary, upon your altar, or anywhere that you work with your herbs. And you may wish to call upon bear or arteo for guidance when you perform healing rituals. Throughout many traditions, the bear has been recognized as a totem animal for shamanic healers. They might summon the bear during healing magic rituals and herbalism. In trance work, the bear can often appear as a guardian, the gatekeeper who will only allow the journey through when they are ready. Here the bear appears as a symbol of strength and protection. We may fear the bear and their presence on first sight in our journey, instead of the darkness behind the gate or threshold we wish to cross. When we are ready to proceed, we may even find the bear is no longer present anymore in our journey and the way is clear for us to move forward. So as we've mentioned, the bear hibernating is often linked to themes of healing and rebirth, but for us it can be linked to themes of healing and rebirth following pain. Throughout many cultures, the bear has, as we've mentioned, been considered the great healer and keeper of great medicine. And that bear medicine is said to restore harmony and balance. So the bear will go into hibernation once autumn comes around and renews for the spring, something that I'm trying to work on for myself currently. This reminds us to submit to the quiet of winter when the time comes around. Bear asks us to enter our cave, to embrace solitude with what might scare us, 
to surrender to those raw and intense emotions so we can process them and get comfortable with setting boundaries for ourselves, but also those in our realm. Easier said than done, but possible. <laughs> the cave of the bear, I say this because it's something that I'm working on, so I'm not trying to insinuate you can't do it, but I am in my cave as we speak. The cave of the bear throughout mythology symbolizes protection and represents the mysteries of inner power. Bear can ask us to go on a journey of introspection into the deep caves and caverns with bear as a guide. Once we are there to sit with ourselves and meditate in the silence and stillness available to us. Our personal spiritual journeys begin when we enter our own cave perhaps we will begin to awaken from a spiritual slumber i am going to do a future episode on this i have a ton to get into in regards to the cave its spiritual meaning almost like the hermit archetype as well all as a means of processing, surrendering. But anyway, we will come to that on a future podcast episode that I'm very excited to get into. Bear as a spirit animal acts as a guardian, offering us protection, helping us with managing our fears, healing, grounding, strength, setting boundaries, authority, standing our ground, being in our power and taking what's rightfully ours. The bear symbolizes the spirit of the warrior, the courage to fight, which we may wish to invoke. So to finish things off in respect of the bear, I have a bear's heart potion for courage under pressure by Phyllis Curot. So to create a bear's heart potion for courage under pressure, you may want to create an altar for bear. Mix ground bayberry, ground buckeye, one bay leaf, basil, five datura seeds, three drops of honey or a piece of honeycomb. Add a stone and a bit of earth from your place of power. Put it in a small leather pouch, charge it on your altar, carry it when you need bears magic that is all i have for you today witches i am really excited with some of the future episodes we've got coming up there are some more interviews i've got lined up with some fascinating in my humble opinion like fascinating interesting authors different witchy types lots of different topics that we're going to be looking at so really excited to roll that out soon I just want to say thank you so much to all my Patreons. If you would like to join the Witches Institute to access further witchy content, Patreon podcast episodes, Hedgewitch studies, you can obtain grimoire pages for all that we speak about on the podcast. So if you go on and have a look now, you'll be able to see that there are grimoire pages all about RTO and the bear. I believe if you hop on over to Patreon currently, they will allow you to have a free trial of my Patreon if you want to come over and check it out. We also have our witchy community as well, 
full of wonderful, amazing witches. We talk about anything and everything, lots of amazing witchy conversations that we have there. You'll also get meditations. We have story retellings, just a ton of extra witchiness. So if you love the podcast, I'm sure there's something over there that you will appreciate. Just £6 a month, you can cancel at any time with the click of a button. I will link everything in the show notes. That is all I have for you today, though. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. The podcast was at number one in the Apple Spirituality podcast chart all over Christmas, all over New Year, and again this week. And it isn't about the numbers, but that blows my mind of how many witches are out there, how many of you are listening, not just in the UK, all over the world. And I want to say, some of you, I know you are in places I never even dreamt that anyone would listen to the podcast so I want to do a few little shouts out shout outs to my witches in Ghana I've been to Ghana hello I want to give a shout out to all my witches in the Middle East there are so many locations I would never imagine that you are listening to the podcast from anyway I'm going to shut up now and go and leave you in peace but I'm sending you lots and lots of witchy love and I can't wait to catch up with you next week. Mwah.